Welcome to the No New Friends podcast, the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting. We are so excited for you to start your No New Friends podcast journey. Now, in the first 20 episodes, we've got old microphones that we kind of piece together. So our audio is a little bit rough for the first eh, 20 or so episodes. But there are some classic episodes in that first 20 that we reference all throughout our future episodes of the No New Friends podcast. So just bear with us on that audio. I apologize. But it gets better. We get brand new microphones uh, right around episode 20 or so. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the No New Friends podcast. Hey, No New Friends listeners. This episode is marked explicit for mild sexual content and mild language. And now it's time for the No New Friends podcast with Scott and Mary. Five, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. One, zero. Welcome to the No New Friends Podcast. I am your host, Scott. With me, as always, my co-host, Mary. Mary! Don't forget, make sure you like us on Facebook at No New Friends Podcast. And also, if you'd like to email us, no new friends Podcast at yahoo.com. Please subscribe, follow, share, all that good stuff to make this thing go nuts man i am so excited i've been excited for about a week now we have our first guest here on the no new friends podcast and not only excited that we have a guest but this man is a good friend of mine yes he is a nationally touring comedian yes that is Uh, true host of the lowdown with james yawn on afro entertainment that is also Also a brand new show funny not famous (laughs) all true facts all true yes and One of the four horsemen of Real Laughs on Real Ooh. Radio 104.1, one of my favorite radio shows, Mr. James Yawn. <laughs> Brother, could you come by and do that before me and my wife make love and just introduce <laughs> me that way? Like that would I'll make be any man. <laughs> I want pyrotechnics. I want dancing Hell girls. Yeah. And I and I will rock my wife's world for two and a half minutes. I am. <laughs> I mean, at least. <laughs> I mean, one of you. You know what? You're a real gym, James. Thank I'm you. so happy you're here. Thank you. I am just having a good time. You know what? I love Scott. He's a great. He's a good friend, and he's not selfish. He lets me be big spoon. So thank you, Scott, for letting me be here. Brother. <laughs> what about me, James? i don't think we should talk about the things that we do mary but anyway (laughs) listen james you are one of my uh my inspiration my my idols my mentors in the entertainment uh, okay okay listen scott first off you need to get better goals okay (laughs) really do (laughs) nobody you should have said that before he tattooed your name on his butt i told him not to put it there but anyway (laughs) (laughs) if your goal in 2021 is to be like a fat black guy with diabetes you need better goals really do man no No, i'm halfway there i I tell you all the time brother i thank you for your always your kind words your support but i'm not nearly as cool as you think i am i'm ask my my kids they'll tell you yeah he ain't (laughs) (laughs) that's what i love about you man is is you are so humble because you are a big deal man you have at least five thousand facebook friends i have about three so that's how i judge cool it's not quantity it's the quality i'm telling you man all I That's need in true. my life is you, Scott. That's it. Oh, thanks, Dang. Man. I mean, should I should I exit? Like, no, you guys I, need I a room? I can't I don't finish know. unless someone watches. 
<laughs> oh man. So, <laughs> you know, a little background. I've been wanting to get started in podcast, well, radio, and then podcasting for about, gosh, two, three years. And uh, James has had me on to his radio show, Real Laughs, on Real Radio 104.1. You can hear Monday through Thursday here in Orlando from 9 Thank to 10 you. p.m. Thank you. Or iHeartRadio or anywhere else you get your podcast. Uh, that's Thank your you. plug. But uh, Appreciate it. He had me on and I got to be a guest a couple times and man, I'm addicted to it. And, and James, every other week is, is pushing me, Scott, get, get your podcast started, get your podcast. Truly started. am. I believe in what you do, man. You have a great voice, by the way. Wow, thank it you. It works thank you. well. So I was like, you love this. You enjoy it. you got some experience from college doing it, man. There's nothing stopping you, but yourself just get out there and do You're it. You're right. You're right. And yeah. you know what works great about the team of me and Mary is I've got the voice and she's got the look. So we're, 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 we're good to go. Well, we're I mean, but that doesn't really work for the podcast, you know. Like I don't have the voice at all, Mary. I'm thinking so, big game, long term here. Okay. The, the long okay. con when we start doing personal appearances. Mm. Got family. it. Gotcha. Got it. So I can't let myself go just yet. I know. I mean, no, I was really fact, hoping for it. We're gonna be doing weigh-ins next week. Wow. <laughs> Gotcha. I probably Whoa. shouldn't have had Indian food for lunch today. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that alu gobi got me. That's got funny. Me good. Oh, no. <laughs> so, J James, I really want to yes. hear, and, and I know about it, but I want our, our audience to hear about your new project, Funny Not Famous, because I think it's Thank a you. really cool concept. And it's 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 so your mo to do a project like this to give young okay. comics up and coming comics who are very funny the chance to really show off so tell us about funny not famous well thank you man funny not famous is a show with features each week for stand-up comedians, some of the funniest, most talented people that you've never heard of, but they deserve a chance because the way it works in our business is this. If you want to work certain clubs, you want to get in certain theater shows, it all depends on what your credits are. And credits basically are your national um, platforms you've been on, whether it be a nationally syndicated radio show, whether it be a show like Funny Not Famous on TV, anything of that nature, of that stature, that gets you a better chance to get into clubs and work and make really good money. So Funny Not Famous is all about the guys that I've worked with over the years who are some of the funniest people that you've, that you've ever seen on stage that completely destroy it, but they're just not a household name. So I'm trying to use my platform on Afro TV, trying to use Funny Not Famous to give these guys an opportunity to get an actual TV credit that they can use to get into better clubs, get themselves in better situations. Um, if they're acting, they can get more, you know, a manager or whatnot, somebody to help them get to that That's next awesome. level. So that's exactly what we're trying to do on Funny Not Famous. So thank you so much of course, allowing now, me to talk about it. Of course. Now, how, how did that start? Did you kind of, because you've, you've had a relationship, you've had a show, The Lowdown with James Yawn on Afro Entertainment for a couple of years now. So is this mm -hmm. something that you brought to the network and said, hey, I, I want to try this or, or, you know, because I know that you're always looking out for those young comics. I'm trying. Absolutely. Um, what happened was um, about eight years ago, that's when I started with Afro. It was a tiny little company. We had one studio and we would shoot four different shows out of that little studio every single day. Wow. And they would make it look different. It was a people really were creative. They were working hard and they were looking for an opportunity. And my boss, I will never forget this. He told me, Eves, he said, James, Stick with me. Right now, I can't pay a lot of money. I was doing one show a week on a Wednesday. That's how I started out. And the pay wasn't a lot at all, but I knew it was an opportunity to be on TV. So he told me, James, if you stick with me, one day we're going to do big things. And 
Eight years later, lo and behold, he kept his word. Xfinity Comcast picked us up about three years ago. Flew us nice. all out to Washington, D.C. We had a red carpet. I've never wow. done anything like that. The Woo. president of Comcast was there pre wow. uh, presenting us to the world. And here we are a couple years later, man. I, my The show, The Lowdown, is doing great. We're in 12 million households right now. Nice. I love my late night. Thank you. I love my late night talk show. But I'm really excited about Funny Not Famous because we get to give other people an opportunity to like the one I got when I first started at Afro. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome, man. Thank Good you. For you. And, and, Thank and you. Uh, you know, that that's, you've got such a big heart. And uh, when I, when I heard about this project, when I was guesting on, on real laughs, I'm like, yeah. this is just totally James. This Thank is you. totally James and, uh, and, and good for you. And, 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 for those of you who don't know, it, it does take a while to break into the industry. You could be the funniest person on earth, but you have Doesn't to matter. Noticed. You have That's to right. notice and you have to have that opportunity. And I know so many guys, uh, younger guys who are taking a different route. Like the old days were for us guys that came up in the 90s doing comedy. You get on a, a late night talk show, you get on Fallon or you get on uh, Conan or you get on The Tonight Show, do your five minutes, your career was made. You were ready to go. Everybody mm -hmm. saw that. Now we have so many late night options. It's not the same. It doesn't have the same punch anymore. So right. a lot of guys, um, younger, started out doing the social media videos and whatnot. There's a great story of uh, a guy named Jeff Wright. He did a TikTok video about quitting his job, and he played both characters in it, and then he actually played his boss as well. And then J-Lo and A-Rod redid the TikTok, and it got a lot of views. It got millions of views. Right. TikTok is now your comedic resume. Seth Meyers saw the video loved it, hired Jeff as a writer, and flew him out to uh, be a writer on Seth Meyers' show. So that black guy you see on all those sketches with him and they right. do the, that, that little segment, that's Jeff Wright. That's wow. a guy wow. 20 years younger than me. <laughs> that's wow. awesome. Now, I could see where my TikTok could uh, make my comedic career take off, but it's because like of my it. poor dance moves. <laughs> like, they're very laughable Mary. at this point. Mary, I... <laughs> I've seen more movement at a funeral, but yes. I like <laughs> Listen, I am doing the best I can. All right. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. There's not enough vodka in the day, James. Okay. Gotcha. I understand. <laughs> For those of you just joining us, the unfamiliar voice that you're hearing is comedian James Yawn. Now, James, where do you kind of draw your inspiration from? Who's that comedian that, that, you know, you kind of look at and it's it's like this is what got me started. Like for me in radio, it's it's obviously it's Howard Stern, it's Russ Rollins, it's yes. uh, it's Carlos Navarro from the Monsters, absolutely it's yourself and Miguel. Who who do you Thank draw you. your inspirations from? Well, first off, shout out to Russ and Carlos because those two guys doing the Monster Comedian of the Year competition got me started on the radio. I won that competition, and Russ went to bat for us at the station to get us a radio show. So oh, none awesome. of this would have happened without Carlos and Russ. So I love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, Both good my, people, for sure. Very good people. Um, Actually, my inspiration for comedy is not even a famous comedian. It's actually my grandmother, God rest her soul, died about two years ago at the ripe age of 90. Wow. She nice. was the funniest wow. woman I have ever met. My grandmother is one of those, if you don't have a Southern Black grandmother, like you have one, Scott, you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> she, <laughs> she was am amazingly blunt and honest, but it was just in a funny way because she learned something in her old age. When you're 98, you can say whatever you want. No one's going to get mad at you because yeah. you're 98. Exactly. So my grandmother, when she first met my wife, because we dated, we've been dating since 93. 
Like we've been together almost 30 years. Wow. Yes. I wasn't even in kindergarten yet. Oh no, I was in kindergarten then. Yes. That's I, really th nice. Thank you, Mary. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> was that 1998? Yeah, yeah. Mary's not only a I bad dancer, but she's a bad liar. Okay. Oh. <laughs> 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 Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> my grandmother first met my wife. The first thing she says to her is, oh, my God, you are so beautiful, girl. Why did you marry that ugly gorilla? That's what she said to my wife. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my wife's like, oh, my God. I love this woman. Like, <laughs> My grandmother would say stuff like, we, were, we went there to visit after we got married. We were staying there with her a little bit, you know, just to visit her over the holidays. And she cooked this whole meal because in the South, grandmothers will cook a whole spread. Hell yes, they so, will. So we had grabbed something out because I didn't, I forgot that grandmothers cook every day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Every day they cook. They just do that. And they're baking cookies uh -huh. all the time. There's no ordering in. There's no cooking and baking. No, they don't do that. And I got to remind you, she lives on a farm in the country, so I should have known. So I should have known. We come back, and she goes, hey, hey, James, I cooked dinner for you and your beautiful wife. And I'm like, but Grandma already ate. She goes, I don't care. I know you're hungry. Look how fat you are. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, it's okay. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I don't even know <laughs> why I have problems with my self-esteem at this point. I don't know. <laughs> I <have> no, idea. <laughs> no idea where that came from. Yeah, but that was my grandma. I draw my inspiration, actually, from her. Um, I will say this. Everybody always says the GOAT is Dave Chappelle. But I think in that conversation for people that inspire me today has to be Bill Burr. Bill Burr mm -hmm. is unapologetically mm -hmm. funny. Yes. So funny. The things he gets away with, it, we all think it, but we can't yeah. say Right, right. Yep. I have never seen Bill Burr. I didn't even know who he was until he hosted Saturday Night Live. Oh, my God. I became a fan. He's a goat, brother. Yeah. He is amazing. Oh so good. The things he says, the things he gets away with, it's just, I love it. Like, real quick, mm -hmm. he said that one joke about, look, Me Too movement, okay? People do crappy things. They deserve to get, you know, prosecuted. But no means no. Unless you were saying, like, no, stop. No, <laughs> stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's oh my awesome. God. Real them. quick before we go to break, uh, yeah. my, when I first met James Yawn, I was working at the Family Entertainment Center that Mary, you and I both worked at, and I had just started the relationship with uh, Miguel and and Jay, your sales guy, Yeah, and, and I get a call, and they're like, hey, there's some guy from a radio station here. Well, I wasn't expecting anybody. Nobody gave me a heads up, and I'm like, you know, I told Jay, anytime he wants to hook anybody up, just let me know so I'm, yeah. I'm prepared. No heads up. So I'm a little bit frustrated. I'm like, what's going on? And then I see James yawn. And I was all all of my anger, all of my frustration. <laughs> the clouds opened James up, yawn. the sun shine yeah. through, birds and, were singing. <laughs> and man, James was took a picture with me, gave me a hug on the way out. I still yeah. miss that shirt. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> right, we gotta go to break. It's because he doesn't know how to do laundry. It's fine. Yeah, that, <laughs> exactly. and that too. Exactly. We'll be right back. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. No New Friends podcast is now using Nikki Podcast Preparations Incorporated, which is a podcast management consultant agency of services that helps independent podcasts obtain more plays, downloads, guests, sponsors, and a bunch of the legwork behind the microphone when it comes to podcasting. CEO Nick can be contacted via Twitter or Instagram at NikkiPPINC 
And if you tell him that the No New Friends podcast sent you, we'll both get a 25% discount. Nikki has helped accumulate millions upon millions of downloads, tens of thousands of dollars in sponsorships, celebrity guests, and much more. So just shoot him a direct message to get your podcast growing. At this time, the No New Friends podcast would like to thank one of our supporters. Chris Kelahar. thank you for being a supporter of the No New Friends podcast. You too can be a supporter. It's very simple. All you have to do is click on the link in the episode description and you too, for as low as 99 cents per month, can support the No New Friends podcast. What this does is goes towards new equipment, marketing, and other operating expenses. Support today. And again, thank you, Chris Kelahar. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast. We're having a good time with my good friend, comedian, the host of The Lowdown with James Yawn and Funny Not Famous and Real Laughs on Real Radio 104.1. James Yawn, it's I will always say good to have you here. Thank you. I sound amazing on paper. Like, we, <laughs> we, I, I do. In person, and, not so much. But on paper, you sell yourself amazing. too short. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I got to tell you, my when 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 we first became friends and all that, I uh, my son was turning eighteen or nineteen, I, whatever. My son was having a birthday. Darren, I, yeah, Darren, I shot yeah, you. Text. Darren, I was like, hey man, could you you know could you just record a video and you know wishing him happy birthday? And James not only did that, he posted it on Facebook so that oh, all yeah. of his followers could see it, and all of his all of his listeners and fans and all that were happy birthday, Darren, happy birthday, Darren, happy birthday, Darren, just super cool. I mean, and he got, I mean, he was so thrilled. And then the first time that I called you after playing golf and we talked way too much. We know what happens after golf. So, bro, (laughs) I miss those days for people who don't know. Scott plays golf like most white men. It's just an excuse to drink and drive. Like exactly. <laughs> drink in public. Yes, I love to get intoxicated in public. And you would call me. And you were the most sweetest, sincerest, just nicest person to me. Like, man, I love you so much. And I just want to say thank you for everything that you've uh, done. Hold on. <laughs> this is where it's this is where it's not fair because I don't get that phone call. I get the belligerent Aww. one, which is, why are you not here hanging you out? Do. No, yeah, James, you your get, kids ruin you get, everything. <laughs> you get the fun <laughs> Scott. That the fun Scott. I do. When I've been, when I've had a couple of drinks, Mary gets the. Why aren't you here taking care of me? Why aren't you here hanging out? Aww. Your kids ruin everything. You're right. You're, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> no. true, but also like he's kind of not wrong sometimes. But like gotcha. it's fine. <laughs> you know what your problem is, Mary? You're a uh, uterus. Okay. That's you. I don't have it anymore, James. I fixed that problem. Okay, God. <laughs> Why couldn't you fix your damn kids? <laughs> uh, because I studied psychology and I didn't read my own notes. Okay, so that's why. <laughs> oh, that's I trusted him when he said, I'm just going to put the tip in. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he meant money. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, you guys are great. This is really fun, man. Well, thank Why, you thank again. You. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it probably about five more times. In fact, I made my own drinking game right here about how many times I'm going to thank you for being on. But man, it's a huge honor to have you on here. And 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 James made me promise him, uh, which the fact that he made me promise him, of course, he was going to be my first guest. But once I got my podcast going, I did. I want to be your first guest. And I'm like, dude, done. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. So, I think what you're doing is great, brother. Thank and- you. 
Thank your lovely wife, because she used to get on the phone after he would drunk call me like, I just, listen, listen, <laughs> Damage I, just, control. I just want to apologize about my husband. Okay. He really loves you a lot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, I do. I do, man. I, you know, I don't know what it is. Listen, Rachel is a unicorn that none of us deserve. You know what I mean? Like, You're we don't wrong. deserve her. You're not wrong. She's not the hero we need, but she's the one we deserve. What? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> You're in Gotham, okay? That's how. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anywho, uh, what, what's going so, on next? <laughs> so I, I I struggled all day to to determine whether or not I wanted to talk about this, but it's so big right now that I I, I can't. We can't not talk. Whoa, about whoa! It. What I, are we talking about? <laughs> Oh, I think we all know, Mary. And thank you, Scott. You've been peeking again, but go ahead. <laughs> I want to talk about the Oprah interview with Megan. Ah, yes. So yes. I don't I don't really give two shits about the royal family. I, I don't Monarchy, care. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I haven't. I, now, I, I do watch the weddings. I watch the William and Kate wedding and yes. I did watch the Harry and Meghan because it's I mean, it's just over it's, the top. It's great pageantry. If exactly. You mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes. But up until, you know, today, all yes. we knew of Harry was we used to call him Harry Pothead. Yes. Uh, he's the black sheep of the family. Literally. Mm -hmm. Of course he married. <laughs> of course he married an American. Yes. A divorcee. Yep. So, of course, they left their 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 title. They left their their position with the royal family. Yes. I, I didn't know any of the other stuff. Watching Oprah today completely changed my mind of uh, and my perception of Harry. What I saw was a loving husband. Yes. Who deeply, deeply cared about his wife and his wife's mental health. Yes. And walking away from that life, it, it, it just shows how much he loves Megan. I would agree with that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was eye-opening for me. I really did not know that there is places that exist where rich white people who talk funny <laughs> don't like black people. I had no idea. What? No way. <laughs> I was you like, wait a minute. Me. This is aren't, a shock for me. Aren't honestly. we the world's darling? Like, <laughs> doesn't everyone love us? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> well, and, and, and this is going to come across very ignorant. I thought that was just a problem here in the United States. I didn't. Yes. I had no idea that this was oh, a yeah. global thing. Oh, it's really bad. Like in soccer matches and stuff, they say some really grotesque things. Yeah, I feel like really? it's actually yeah. worse in some other I, countries. So I. So I, I think it's worse. And for me, like that was something that Scott and I had talked about earlier um, in earlier episodes. So I'm obsessed with the crown the uh, series on Netflix. It's actually, and I watched so, a few episodes. Very good series. Yeah, so um, I'm like sucked in. I had to take a break though because it was going too far. Like I was just in too deep. I was like way too invested. Uh, and then this interview came out. That's what he out. said? Listen, first of all, don't you mock my marriages, okay? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, okay, no, but any, so what I'm saying though is that I for a second refused to be upset with Queen Elizabeth because she can do no wrong in my no, eyes because that's no. where I'm at. In the the woman owns corgis, for God's sake. Okay, um, I own a corgi as well. Her name is Waffles, and she's perfect. Yes, so her and I have a lot in common. I mean, a lot. I'm mm -hmm. sure maybe, a little, maybe a little bit. 
Maybe a, a little bit. A lot. I you both a, greet a people by going, hey! <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're both five <laughs> feet one. Yes. <laughs> uh, first of all, I'm five two, so check yourself. Okay. Um, so watching this, though, to touch on the mental health thing, it really is like eye opening. And I think it's so great that she spoke out in such a candid way um, to not mm -hmm. just uh, address, um, you know, uh, depression and a suicidal ideology while pregnant. But I feel like it kind of opens up the dialogue for, you know, postpartum depression and other uh, mental health crises that we don't necessarily speak about openly. Like you hold these celebrities at such a high regard. Um, and I really love that, not love that, I don't love that mental health issues are, you know, rising, but I love yes. that we are addressing them more the awareness. way that we address, there's more awareness and more acceptability. We're addressing them much like we address physical ailments now. Mm -hmm. And that's so important, I think, to um, just better the society, better the people, um, just as humans, you know what I mean? And so I really appreciated that part. Um, but what I found funny is that like the palace released their message or their official statement. They're the, like, the oh, crown. no, dog, that's not the us. The crown. The crown. Yeah, they statement. were like, no, nah, dog, that's not us. We didn't say any of that. They're like, listen, so everyone, um, excuse me, listen, um, we, we happen to love black people. We feel everyone should have one. So... <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to go all throughout the land and start dispersing black people <laughs> <laughs> and one corgi to go with it everyone gets a black one some tall some big but they all can twerk and sing a good tune so <laughs> oh, god. oh god damn it james <laughs> Going somewhere positive with this, and then no, you're like, no, actually, oh, you're reality. Abs you're absolutely <laughs> right, though. I mean, um, I, I actually have a child, a son who dealt with depression. It was a very horrible thing, and in a black community, it's a huge problem because we sure. don't like if we get sick, if something happens, we get cancer, we'll um, automatically go to the doctor. Of course, you mm -hmm. do that. When it comes to mental health, we have a different approach that just doesn't work. We think we can pray it away. We think we just right. can ask the person, well, why are you sad? That's not how mental right. health works. So right. um, I have a niece that went to school and she's a psychiatrist and she helps definitely in the black community um, teach people, give them awareness that you need to actually get clinical help if you're sure. going through depression. And don't uh, dismiss anyone who might say, hey, I'm just not feeling right. Take it seriously mm -hmm. before it gets really bad and before it's yep. too late. So I agree with you. Mental health is something that um, we just don't talk enough about. And I can't imagine having issues with mental health and being on display like a fishbowl. Right. And also being pregnant too. Like pregnant, there's yes. such a flush of hormones. Like, I, I mean, to be completely transparent and honest, I went to school for psychology and yes. I... I take anti-anxiety medication because I do have a high level of anxiety and, you know, maybe I should read my own notes, but it's completely human and normal to go yes, through those things. It's absolutely. just like breaking a bone. Sometimes you need assistance. So I couldn't imagine, like you said, to be in a fishbowl 
to be pregnant Couldn't and to already it. be under so much scrutiny and then not get the help that you needed. And right. you, you feel like already if you're suffering from depression that you have no control. And then mm -hmm. being in the monarchy where they take your social media, where they tell you how you can dress, where you sure. can eat, where you can go. You don't have a life anymore. You feel trapped in that respect. So imagine right. dealing with mental health and feeling trapped in that way. I mean, she would, she would go crazy if she didn't get away from that. So I, right. yeah, so more power to them. What, right. What, what I really admired about the both of them, and Mary, this will make you feel good since you're such a fan of the queen, is <laughs> Meghan and Harry during this interview did such a great job of still showing respect and reverence to the family and the, and the key members of the family. They said that the queen was very welcoming. Um, it's more, and for anybody who hasn't seen it, it's not about the family. It's more about the firm that runs the family because the, the family it's a business. It's, it's a business. Yeah. It's, it's a, a business, business that's run by hundreds of people just like any other business. And Megan went to leaders of this business and to the leadership in, in human resources. And that's who told her, we can't help you. There's nothing we can do. It wasn't the queen saying, uh, no, we can't help you. It's, it's this business. And the, so the family may not have even known exactly what was going on, which mm -hmm. blew my mind. I didn't, I didn't understand this. And really, the only royal family that I've ever understood is the royal family of Genovia. Ah. Oh, the Princess oh. Diaries. Princess Diaries, yeah. Oh. Why I did I know that? that? I know. Why did I know oh. that? Oh. That is something that lives rent-free in I, my head. I have two <laughs> confessions to make now. I've seen the Princess Diaries, and I sit down when I pee. Oh, I sit down when I pee. Yeah. yeah. So do I. It's okay, guys. You're in good company. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Thank you. because I'm lazy as hell, and, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe I can kill two birds with one stone and, and i can't and a, with you right now you know what this up. is listen this is a clean and upstanding podcast why it did is. you bring in it such really <laughs> is yeah, if, if right. it wasn't i wouldn't be wearing a condom so <laughs> that's how you know <laughs> oh well i mean it must be bare skin because this feels very natural oh god <laughs> And now we've lost control. As, as, as the, the wheels great, have fallen off. As the great godfather of Orlando comedy, Ken Miller, would say, James, this is going to be the one that's going to well, get us kicked off. Yes, this, we're about to go down into Titanic. I just want to tell you both, it's been an honor playing with you tonight. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be the first podcast in the history of Spotify to be dropped. Yes. Uh, well, it won't be the first time I went down with a bunch of dudes. It's fine. Like, oh, oh my oh, God. Oh. Scott, edit that out. There's the Mary. explicit lyric, the uh, explicit Mary. Text on this episode. First He's... off, I have two words for you. Uh, actually, one word, two syllables. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I need it. I bet. I need that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I should have known that this episode was going to ha have this happen. I was, uh, I, I follow, you know, Chris Rios uh, yes. and the Rios verse and the Paper Crowns podcast, which is a yes. fantastic, fantastic podcast. If you get a chance to check out Paper Crowns podcast, please check it out. Good friend, Chris Rios. But he had Miguel Colon on, on his episode three. And that's his only episode that has the little E for explicit. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my I don't gosh. know. I honestly probably would be. Let's just edit that out. Yeah. No, because I got kids and stuff. You, and stuff. You do. do your no, kids listen? Um, maybe. Mary, <laughs> I try to listen. I try to keep it away from Zoe because I talk a lot of shit sometimes. So. Right. Right. <laughs>
Listen, when we come back, we are countdown to Mary's birthday. I got to tell you about the commercial that I filmed on Tuesday. Nice. You're listening to the word. Uh, what's the name of the real estate? Go new friends. Go new friends. Yeah, there yes. you go. Get it together, Scott. looking to advertise your business or service, please email us at nonewfriendspodcast at yahoo.com. A captive audience is ready to hear what you have to offer. Contact us today. Again, that email is nonewfriendspodcast at yahoo.com. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott and Mary. Join with us tonight is a good friend and nationally touring comedian, James Yawn. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Can I say real quick, um, the name of your podcast, absolutely love it. No (laughs) New Friends is a very, very urban saying, and you guys are not. So (laughs) I love the fact... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a very it's a drake line no new yeah, friends right so mary mary gets very uh i don't know territorial when i make new friends and, uh, and she's like no new friends mary no new friends. Are, are, are you that person for real okay so here's the thing maybe i'm socially awkward and You're i uh, <laughs> oh my god so did oh, i make did, i it, i love did I that, make the you, cut, that you though? think that i'm not you made the cut you made, made the, the yeah cut, so like, yes. the, yeah we've been vetting friends you've made the cut but what Thank we you. say is like after you're in the uh the crew with your well, once you're in the squad no new friends got like it. you're it here yep. it's yep. yeah you, you're locked in yeah got it got it I'm with it. I'm so with it. Thank okay. you, guys. I'm glad. No, I'm glad thank you, you are. James. What I what I love about you is I've I've seen a couple of your your stand up sets, which are fantastic. If you ever get a chance, thank you. Check out James Yon. Oh my God. And what I love about you on on your show, Real Laughs, or coming on here is you know you don't force your routine into no. your segments. No. I heard an interview. And, and you're going to know which one I'm talking about because you were there for it. Um, and I'm not going to mention the comedian's name because I'm actually friends with him on Facebook. And if he ever listened to the show and hit me up and wanted to be on the show, I would say, hell yes. I'm, I'm making this face because if you're about to say the person I think you're about to say, that person, okay, that, <laughs> if, if it's the same person, this is eerie to me because that person just hit up a friend about me trying to get me to put them on my show. So let's go. Let's hear this. So this comedian is on the Monsters of the Morning right here in Orlando, Real Radio 104.1, and was doing a show at, I believe, Porky's Barbecue. Oh, my God. It's the same person. (laughs) Mary, Your voice went up a whole octave, and I still have no idea who you're talking about. So somebody send me a message so I I know. Yeah, Yeah, I'll send you a message, but I don't know that you would know who this person is. Wonderful. I think, I think you're too young to watch the show that made him famous. Uh, uh, first of all, I'm not an uncultured swine, okay? So, like, remember that. <laughs> so, he... Okay, look, he's not going to listen to the, the interview. He's not going to listen to Okay, this. I'm looking... Oh, I, I don't know. Okay, well, then... Um, then okay, first of all, yes, I do know. Okay, uh, all right. So, anyway, so he is on the Monsters pushing his show at Porky's Barbecue. 
And he was trying to incorporate his entire show into this interview so that he like he would set he was trying to set up his jokes and and the monsters were like uh okay and <laughs> eh, okay and and i am blown away right now because the person telling me the story that he messaged said the exact same thing you are saying. <laughs> the monsters were trying to ask him real questions because that's what right. I love about the monsters. They don't just set you up to do shtick. They set you up so people get to know you right. and want to come see you. And they don't want to hear the routine. They don't. And, that's for the stage. Right, yeah. Especially this particular comedian was on yes. a very, very popular 80s show and yes. i think they wanted to more talk about that yeah. mm -hmm. and get the natural reactions and they didn't gotcha and, and, i and came the, on after yes I, if you remember yes, i remember and you know there's a code amongst comedians where it's like you know they all so james comes on in the very next segment and he's like well that wasn't awkward yeah no. they, they asked me though they asked me james did you hear the interview i'm like yep that was Ooh, awkward yeah yeah that was and a I, weird interview. And, and I was very kind about it. I wasn't mean at all. But the person who we're talking about heard the interview with me yeah. and took exception and wrote me on Facebook right away. Mm. Like, you're bashing me. How dare you? And I, Scott, you correct me. I didn't bash him at all. No. No, no, I didn't bash him. It was just an it was an awkward interview. Awkward interview, interview yeah. what I said. Yes. And 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 I was on Real Laughs the very next day with you yes and that's when i heard the story because i didn't hear it live and i was like i gotta go back and hear this oh it was this, it this was different sounds like gold and and it was it was gold i don't know yes. in the words of lizzo truth hurts man yeah you know? i yeah. don't know yeah speaking of truth i uh, we talked about this a little bit last episode i got to film a commercial yesterday oh tell me about it brother yeah so this is it's it you're never gonna see it on tv it was an internal commercial for a a company that sells wine freezer pops they're like, I'm in already. Yeah, Tell they're me like more. Say less. Say where less. You cut the top and squeeze the pop up. And then you exactly slice the sides for. of your mouth. Ex exactly. Yes. But it's yes. wine. And I got to tell you, they were so good. It's an eternal thing. So it's going to be for uh, for some of the wholesale clubs and, uh, you know, the, the big box stores. They distribute this product locally I, here. Mm -hmm. I have questions. Yeah. I, well, uh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, yes, you sir, off, in the back. Thank you. Let the let the uh, uh, what do they call it? Let the minutes reflect. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, do you have samples of said wine pops? Yeah, I know. I, Come on, I have two boxes of samples. Hold it out. Oh. You're holding out. Well, you guys are gonna have to come over. We'll host our own super spreader event here. I, I haven't been invited. Listen, I've been, and it's almost my birthday, and I haven't been invited. I've been vaccinated for the herp. But I will come over. <laughs> <laughs> not for the cove, though. But listen, not the vid, man. Not the vid. I had the COVID twenty. <laughs> like it was different. But yeah. <laughs> brother, that's amazing. And and tell me, how did you uh, audition for this role? I didn't. I didn't. Just so, being his damn self. Yeah. So my my wife gets a phone call from a former coworker of hers that is now the director of marketing for this company. Okay. And she said, "Hey, I know you've got a lot of connections with Universal and Disney Entertainment. Do you know of anybody that wants to be an extra in this commercial?" And she's like, "Well, what are you looking for?" And she kind of explained the 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 commercial and all that. And she's like, "Well, she said, "Well, we're actually still trying to cast one of our lead roles." And she said, "Well, what are you looking for?" She said, "Well, we're looking for 
a guy in his 40s, kind of average looking. They settled on me. <laughs> Good. I got a laugh from you, Mary. That's the you second did. time I've dropped that joke. That is going to be cleaning the pool and have this trophy wife that's not paying attention to him. And my wife says, "Oh, my husband would probably be perfect for that." <laughs> so, wow! I s you not. Her friend says, "That's when you say s you not." Yeah. At this point in the episode, <laughs> I know. Her friend says, "Well, here's the thing. I was actually thinking about your husband. I just didn't want to come out and ask." And say it. She's like, "No, I'll say it. <laughs> I'll yeah, say that'll it. That'll be perfect." Right. So, so my wardrobe was uh, flip-flops and I never wear flip-flops. And now I have a damn flip-flop tan line on my, on my feet, uh, uh, an ugly bathing suit. I was wearing my shark Hawaiian shirt. That's got sharks drinking beer all over it. <laughs> okay. Naturally. I've Classy. never, I've never worn a wife beater in my entire life. That's hard to believe, beater. but it's okay. I'll, we'll never, go with it. Never. Gotcha. I'm fat. I don't like to wear wife beaters. So exactly. And then this fedora. So I look ridiculous. First shot, first shot. And, and the whole premise is I'm cleaning the pool. I hear the ice cream truck and I stop what I'm doing to go run after the ice cream. I grab my, I have a trophy wife and I have a trophy wife in real life. You do. Uh, I do. I do. do. In this commercial, mm -hmm. I have a trophy wife and I was like, oh, life imitating art. Perfect. And she's not really paying attention to me. So I grab her to go chase after the ice cream truck. Well, then she realizes, oh my gosh, it's not the ice cream truck. It's the wine truck. And so then she stops and starts pulling me. So first shot, and you know, you know how commercials are, you film them out of order. First shot mm -hmm. is us running down the driveway and her grabbing me and running. And the director says, hey, how comfortable are you with your body? I'm like, well, I'm not really, but I was typecast in this role. So, you know, whatever you need. And he goes, I'm going to need you to pull your shirt up a little bit. So, James, I have my belly hanging out this entire <laughs> commercial. So, I, no, I, I mean, it's it was, not. Say no more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Say I mean, less. Look, I have no shame. I will do anything for a laugh. And, you see and, what I, you see? What I do at I've the end seen, of my show. I've seen your closer. Yeah. I've yeah. seen your closer, and I drew my inspiration from you on that. <laughs> I have no shame. <laughs> no. None. No. Yeah. So, and, and look, I'm not going to give away the spoiler of James's closer because this is a new audience, and I want people to go check out your show because it's such a great closer. Uh, Mary, you haven't even seen his closer, and it's fantastic. But to close this out, because I want to talk about something else too. So there's, we're having to run down the street chasing this wine guy. Yeah. And, and we had to film the, the running scene. It, there's three different running scenes. Me and my trophy wife are supposed to be running for quite a long time. And I said, I told the director, I said, okay, now you've lost me in the believability of this commercial. No one's going to look at me and think that I'm going to run that long. Yeah. I'm true. with you on that brother. Yeah. But, mm -mm. but I, I, I shit you not. I mean, we did, we filmed three different running scenes at three different times of the day. We had to do four five, six takes of this running scene. Dude, my calves and my hamstrings are <laughs> burning today. Mm. Oh my God. You, you yeah, are you better. ever run that quarter mile run, man. Woo! It'll really tear you. <laughs> you man, better man than me. You're a better man than I, sir. It nope. was tough. Yeah, but you know, 
it, it, like I told my wife when she when she called me and she said, hey, you want to do this? And I said, you know what? I got to stop looking for a job because I got this podcast and now I'm doing commercials. My entertainment career is taking off. Brother, taking you've off. made it. Brad Pitt, who? Okay. Right? <laughs> exactly. Right? But I, ha I had to embrace the fact that now I'm typecast as the overweight 40-year-old. Oh, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's, yeah. Boo-hoo, rich white guy. Anyway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm joking. So that, yeah, I'm that joking. was my day yesterday. But okay. more importantly, next week on Wednesday. Yes. On Wednesday is Mary's birthday. You don't even what? have it, right? It's on Tuesday. What? It's on Tuesday. Yes, my birthday is the 16th. Yes, it is. It's March 16th. St. Patrick's Day is the next day. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're okay, right. Mary, may I ask, what do you have planned for such a joyous occasion? I think that's my job. I'm supposed to plan. Um, so, okay, let me, we're going to reverse and then go forward. Okay. okay so, last year. Put your thing down, flip year, it, and reverse it. Go ahead. Yeah, I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse <laughs> it. Um, so, last year, my birthday was right before all hell broke loose, right? Yeah. So, it was right yeah. before, like, literally the day before everything shut yeah. down. Everything so I went over to Scott and Rachel's and we went and had mimosas and oh. got, no, we, we got shit tanked the night before. Actually, <laughs> we hung out. I think I rode your banister up much <laughs> like Mary Poppins did, or at least I felt like I did. Um, I stole Michaela's yoga pants, which is the 15 year old. Uh, and I wore those to brunch. So we went and had mimosas and then we watched Contagion and outbreak do you remember that yes yep 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 and that was, was wonderful this was like preparing for the hurricane in florida yeah. right you right. know yeah. how we prepare for hurricane we watched the perfect storm we watched twister we stock up on alcohol that's what we did we knew that everything was shutting down yep. in a couple days and it was the weekend of mary's birthday so it was like the last that's probably the last time other than work that i've really hung out with you or seen yeah you. no it wow. has been because you know we all took this you know situation yeah. pretty seriously i mean i had the vid in july so like it's been a thing um so now that too. you know we can yep. did you i'm glad right you're after thanksgiving uh, thank you so are my predators. They're so happy. <laughs> still here. <laughs> They're still calling. It's wonderful. How about your extended auto warranty? Are you getting those calls? You know too? what? Um, I was a little lonely over the COVID, so that's on my uh, contacts list. Yeah. <laughs> you called them. You, you I called them now. Them. Hey, uh, hey, tell me about my extended warranty. Yeah, Joyce. I just wanted to hear me? more from you. I, I just want you to say it one more time. Okay. Just say it. You care. You care about okay, my safety. It's okay. Um, so this year I am uh, getting to go to St. Pete for two days, which will be lovely. Oh, nice. And nice. then um, I do have the... Um, I, it sounds terrible. I love my children. I love yes. mothering them, but I mm -hmm. am like basically on call 24 seven with children. Uh, yeah. So then I have a few days kid free to just frolic oh. and frolic. I will. As a father, you are talking dirty. I know. Yes. Right? <laughs> no, as a parent, um, you, you love your children. You, you will do anything for them. You will take a bullet for them. We will gladly die for them. But there's times if you spend one more minute with them, you're going to go to jail. So. Correct. <laughs> you, Correct. And I don't want to be in that position. No. You uh, have to I like to. 
You have to yeah, get some me I, time. You, you definitely had to get some time to just yeah, have your own yeah. space. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I like to um, think that I'm a very loving, uh, engaged mother. But then every now and then, you know, like uh, Mary from 2004 at Club La Vila in Panama City Beach. Club needs to pop La out. Vila. You know I'm from you know Tallahassee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me go to Sharky's, but like oh that's my uh, every now and then she's got to make a, make a appearance just to keep me young and spry. Um, Understood. But I have realized that I am approaching and or are in um, middle age. Like I'm here. This is it. I gotcha. am turning 33. And uh, is that it? What's wrong? It is here. Okay. Mary. This is nope. This is okay. why it's middle age. Okay. Let me explain. If you were to double this, right? So oh, 66, if I were to die, would not be a tragedy. They'd be like, well, she's 66. No, I don't that's think how that's you how know. that works. Not, that is Mary, how that works. Mary, you're talking a 45-year-old. You're fine, okay? <laughs> well, <laughs> you're okay. I feel I have a bad knee now. Like, I know this is oh, happening. Boy. Middle gotcha. age. Here I am. Gotcha. Listen, this has been fun. I would love to keep yes. going, but we've got to get out of here. James, it's Friday <laughs> today. Where are you going to be this weekend? Where can our listeners see you? Actually, um, I just the previous day on Thursday, I just was performing with Preacher Lawson. Oh, nice! And Palm Harbor, I was there. Not Palm Harbor, um, by Daytona. What is that called? Whatever. I was just there. And that tonight, place. I am actually at a private gig in Arbondale. Ooh. Ooh, nice. Arbondale, Florida. Nice. Yeah. Listen, I I used to live there. I love it. It's not bad. But can I do a, a short yeah. little plug? Is that okay? Please, yeah, yeah that's do. fine. I was excited. Thank you for all the lovely people that. Um, live here in the central Florida area, every Tuesday there is a absolute free stand-up comedy show, live TV taping, where we have some of the funniest comedians from around the country, the hottest, funniest, most talented people that just want to make you laugh. We do it in a beautiful theater called the Afrotainers Theater on iDrive, beautiful location. Love to have you guys come out. So if you go to my Facebook page, James Eon, I always put the event right up. It's absolutely free. It's kid-friendly. You can bring your kids because it's TV clean. The whole family can come out and have a great time. Doors open at 7. Show is at eight. That's funny, not famous. Check James Yon's social media and you'll get yourself a link to the free tickets. And what channel nice. can they catch you on? Then catch me on Afro TV, which is on Xfinity Comcast channel 1623. And um, we just got added to Comcast's own channel that they just launched. It's called Black Excellence. It's on channel mm -hmm. 1622. They have two shows from Afro TV on there. They have my show, Funny Not Famous, and they have Afro Jams, which is hosted by Mr. Sandra Lewis from Season 6 of The Voice. Nice. 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 Yeah. All right, we're going to be back next week. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, No New Friends Podcast. You can email us, No New Friends Podcast at, AO, at Yahoo. Yahoo. <laughs> Yahoo.com. And uh, don't forget to like, follow, share, all that good stuff. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.